0: Welcome back to another episode of Have a Strong Weekend. I'm your co-host, Andrew. And I am your co-host, Josh. You can follow me at Andrew Mo on Twitter or ammuhl on Instagram.
1: And I am Josh Harlick. On Instagram, H A
0: R E L I K. Follow me there if you like, uh, and you can also follow our Instagram page. Have a strong weekend, also on Instagram. So go check us out. Absolutely. And um, we are now um, next the the next letter on our journey through the history of television. One dubious letter one weird show at a time One (laughs) weird show at a time uh we are now up to letter b b is in banana b is in baseball or b is in the brady brides the brady brides
1: (laughs) we're not even talking about the brady bunch this is the Brady brady
0: brides um so you're you're a you're a brady bunch um, I, I always want to say Brady brunch. I don't know why. I, I always Brady brunch is always what comes out of my mouth more often than not. Uh, the Brady brunch. Uh, what would a Brady brunch look like? Brady brunch would be like. Um, it'd
1: be like all those old foods like you know that uh that ham with like the the pineapples and the cherries mm. (laughs) like that real old food that no one makes anymore (laughs) a lot of canned food (laughs) yeah yeah a lot of canned food a lot of cancer-causing
0: foods (laughs) uh so brady bunch though is is a different uh animal altogether and brady bunch uh I mean, can you can you put Brady Bunch on the list of one of the most popular television shows of all time? I mean, is it? Oh yeah, is it in that conversation? I think it.
1: It has to be the most long-lasting
0: sitcom. I mean, well, things, yeah.
1: right? Like well, I mean, it's and think about the actors that played on the show. You know, it's like you know, it's so popular they haven't even really been able to break out of the mold of just always like you know. Um, What's his name? Uh, who's the guy that plays Greg?
0: I can't uh, remember his name. Barry. Barry Williams, right? Barry Williams.
1: Yeah, it's like he's Greg.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's never been
1: able to shake it. He's yeah, able... and like a Mike Lookinland is Bobby.
0: Mike Lookinland, Christopher Knight, Christopher Knight, Christopher Knight, and, and,
1: uh, yeah. Peter. Yeah. All right.
0: So okay, I I'm I'm going to already. Retract my statement. I don't think this is one of the most successful television shows of all time. I think it's probably in the conversation of one of the most successful sitcoms of the seventies. I'm not ready to say one of the most successful sitcoms. I could be talked into it, though. I'm not going to say it's not. I just I don't know if it's...
1: I don't know successful. You, know, you almost popular, could call it infamous popular, popular, because popular, it's so popular. Pop like like sort of uh, pop culture, right? The the most. Pop culture dense show because it's just because of how corny it was. It's just taking on this decades and decades of a new life. It just exists like all the actors, like I said, all the actors and actresses, that's all they could, they they got pigeonholed and that's what they're known for. Every single one of them. Yeah. You know, no one went on to win an Emmy somewhere else.
0: Yeah. Um, What the crazy thing though, considering that, is that it only ran for five years it ran from uh 69 till about 74 and then i guess it caught the uh the syndication gig after that and has been in reruns pretty much ever since it went off the air you know a lot of shows around that time would hit that threshold of it's like you got to make it to the third or fourth season because that gives you enough episodes to really have a, a nice long life uh in syndication and uh, i remember reading about the batman tv show from the 60s and they talked a lot about how they needed to get to that third through that third season because once they got through that third season then they felt pretty confident that the show would be able to uh have enough content to get through reruns and that kind of thing so this one ran for five and i think 117 episodes it just feels longer than that. It feels like there were, it was a, a longer running show, but, um, but only- well,
1: once cousin Oliver showed up, then it basically jumped the shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I jumped the
0: shark, which is a phrase
1: that if people don't know, jump the shark is, yeah. What's it means the, shark the means? show has, cu- has been on too long. Yeah. And, it, and it's, it's worn out. It's welcome is the, the way to see it. Like it's, uh, you know, a show that, you know, is no longer relevant. It's lost its appeal, that type of thing. But it's still going. It jumped the shark. And then the phrase, you know where the phrase came from, jumped the shark? Happy days, right? The Fonz? Happy days. Yeah, when literally the Fonz in one episode, he jumps, he skis over sharks. <laughs> like jumps. Over Jump the shark. Because <laughs> that show had jumped the shark. Yeah.
0: And yeah, they they traced it back to that being the point in time. Because remember, like not long after that, the fonz became blind. <laughs> remember, he was blind for like a few episodes. Was, yeah, or uh, like that—that that was uh, weird. Uh, yeah, but yeah, jumping the shark. I would say when when cousin Oliver shows up, uh, that he came. He came. Did he come in the last season or the season before that? When did he show up? I thought it was the last season yeah. when, when Oliver showed up, and that was just kind of like when you're introducing a kid, a young kid into the mix. Every show, it happens on every boom. show. Family ties, growing pains. I mean, every every time they always time, introduce a
1: kid because they
0: they feel like they need some kind of new energy, yeah. and it's just it it's more of a signal of uh oh, <laughs> writers are out of ideas, and the show is over, overstated. Yeah. It's welcome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Good the sh- one. The show was um, popular, but it never broke into the top thirty. I was amazed by that—that that it, it peaked at thirty. The Brady Bunch, you're saying? Brady right? Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. Still on Brady Bunch. It uh, it was it was yeah. decently popular, but it never quite uh got into. I don't that think top it. 30. I don't
1: think it took on a life of its own and that that pop culture solidification until after. Yeah. You know, because it's so corny, and I think when it's obviously when it was premiering, it was probably like any other show where it's like, that's this show is corny or whatever. And because it's so, uh, it's so far beyond anything realistic, you know, then that's what gives it that life of its own. And, you know, like there's the, it, the went on to do like the Brady variety show and like, and a very brady christmas and uh you know like a bunch of different specials you know and so you're saying six kids living you know, in a
0: house is not realistic you're what? not just
1: that There's so much unrealistic <laughs> uh the fact that uh, they never raise their voice at the kids
0: <laughs> no sir no there always a lesson to learn at the end of each episode that's not realistic. Wraps up in a nice, neat package. Nice, nice neat package. But yeah, so what? Uh, so this show ran for five years, and you're right. It, uh, it then got a new life on the variety show circuit in the 70s. For the kids out there, the 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 big thing in the 70s were variety shows. Um, I mean, even Star Wars had a variety. Have you ever seen the Star Wars variety show? Yes. <laughs> Art Carney, B. Arthur. It's Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. So this, this, there were several uh, variety show episodes. I mean, this, the, the, the cast even did a, an album, uh, um, uh, had a couple minor hits, I think in the early seventies. So anyway, but yeah, it really, it really took off. I think once the show uh, was canceled after its fifth season, but in 1981, I, I guess sort of long after the, the show had ex- exhausted uh its variety show appeal it um the the original creator Sherwood Schwartz uh started shopping around an idea where two of the Brady girls would have a double marriage double wedding would get married and it would be a made for TV movie and he shopped around the idea and I think it was NBC That said yeah that sounds like something we'd like to do and they filmed it and the test audience scores were so high that they decided that instead of doing a made for tv movie uh they would (laughs) break that tv movie up into three 30 minute episodes and extend it into a sitcom and so that's what they did. They, they took the first three episodes, uh, they shortened it a little bit uh, and, uh, and created a sitcom out of it and sold that to NBC. And so what it, then what happened is the show ran for about 10 episodes, including the three, I guess, pilot episodes for, for lack of a better word. And then the show was unfortunately canceled. I don't think it, it never really caught on. Or fortunately, that. depending on how you look at it. Unfortunately or unfortunately. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I I watched this show a couple of nights ago and was um, really amazed. I think at well, first of all, it's taped in front of a live studio audience, which uh, as uh, you and I talked offline was the first time that uh, a Brady uh, product had ever had a live studio audience. So there was no laugh track. Although um throughout the run of the 10 episode Brady Bride's show, there are the occasional episodes that will have little segments that have a laugh track instead of a live audience. But uh this particular episode that we're gonna talk about Oops What's that <laughs> Yeah. Well I, I think was like oops. It, it I guess be. they're just pe- taping it
1: together, just putting tape on it, like just
0: Yeah, I I can only assume <laughs> I can only assume that. Certain segments maybe were too tough to film in front of a live studio audience or had to be had to go back and film and like, later for context. Yeah. And those kinds of things. Or
1: they're like, the show sucks. We need to add another scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's always so yeah, right. It's always so obvious whenever it, it has the laugh track because the, the laughing is if yeah. you've ever watched yeah. Gilligan's Island or or Brady Bunch or any of those shows, the laugh track
1: that was a that was a big deal at one time. The laugh track, and I don't even know if the, does a laugh track even exist other than to make fun of something. Now, like we are so hyper aware of it, so it's more of a you know yeah. to
0: to satirize something. You know, I wish I could answer that. I don't watch a lot of sitcoms, so I don't know. I don't even
1: know. Do they? There are sitcoms that still exist, but it's it's always really weird to me. Like the new Night Court. Have you watched that? Have we talked about that yet?
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's whatever, but it you know,
1: it's, it's, in, yeah, it's front of a, it is front of a studio. Uh, it's in live in front of a studio audience. Uh, and uh, it, it's almost weird now to watch a show that's in front of an audience. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, a lot <laughs> why of do you I- need laugh that laughter to enforce it?
0: Well, yes and no, because it just depends. I mean, again, a common recurring theme for me is I'm always going to, Preach the importance of execution. Like if you look at shows like Modern Family, The Office, those are sitcoms with no laugh track, or they're not in front of a live studio audience, but they're they're funny. They don't need uh, fake laughter in the background to reinforce the jokes. They're funny without, and they kind of totally they do that um, mockumentary style. Um, That's become a really easy way of uh, of doing. Uh, comedies now because you can really set a lot of context with like the interviews and those kinds of things where you're able to sort of explain maybe the scene that just happened or explain an upcoming scene I found that that's a really good workaround um, instead of having a narrator you're able to have these sort of fake interviews but uh, but yeah I mean that's sort of become the almost a more popular way of of doing comedies now uh, at least the the, the television, way of doing it and I think those work pretty well um but uh but anyway so what what we wanted to talk about today was um episode six of the Brady Brides which is uh one of the episodes that features Florence and we should mention that most of the cast uh are not so let, let's just do the context of this show so this the, here's what here, here's here's the concept Jan and Marsha the two older Brady daughters, both are in the in the, uh, in the in the process of getting married. They get married, but then they realize that they each can't afford a house on their own. So, what they do, what they decide to do, and this is all this is all laid out. So they pilot. buy a
1: house with together.
0: <laughs> this is a gem. Let's dive into this mess. Like the double wedding, no sir. Originally, Jan was going to get married. She, she met Philip, and they were just going to be the ones to get married. And Marcia was jealous of Jan getting married before her. So she had just started dating Wally. They'd been dating a week. And so Wally's idea was, well, let's get married too. So he proposes to her after they've known each other for about a week uh they met like randomly and then like dating what? a couple times yeah <laughs> so that and she was like yeah we'll have a double wedding and so that's that's how that became that and jan was okay with this <laughs> <laughs> Jan, well yeah i i can't I, I don't know exactly like the conversation what like how that i mean you and i both know that that would never fly in our in our situation <laughs> Um, it's a,
1: that's like a running gag, isn't it? Yeah. Like the whole Marsha Jan thing and like Jan always wanting to kind of beat, she's jealous of Marsha and like this happens. This might be where it started. And Jan's okay it, with it. This might be, or I don't buy
0: started, it. But this is definitely a continuation of it. It's a, uh,
1: this sort of. Yeah, is, this, this is strictly to get the sitcom rolling.
0: Yeah, this is, yeah. So <laughs> they, they have a double wedding and they move in together. Now the original cast is all in the. Uh, the first three episodes because originally that was going to be just a for TV movie, but the show itself uh, has Alice and B Davis. She plays a recurring character. She plays Alice, of course, recurring character. She's like, hi folks. <laughs> hey <laughs> folks. <laughs> hey <Hello>. folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's always yeah, <laughs> and then and then the other the other uh, uh, character from the original show is Carol Brady Florence Henderson. So she makes a couple appearances. She's in this episode that we're going to talk about, and I think uh-huh. she may have been in one or two other episodes. I'm not sure. I think but. she was in
1: she was in almost all of them. I read because they were like she's like a guest star, but it was like they, what I read was like she was in every episode. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. Yeah, and I guess there's, um, I don't know, where she and Mike going through marital trouble. I mean, I'm uh, she just she does seem to. Well, you know up. the
1: story of him of um, uh, what, what's that? What's his Robert Robert Reed? Yeah, yeah. he uh, you know he always hated the show. You mm-hmm. know he hated Brady Bunch, and he always kept coming back. Probably because who wouldn't if they had like some kind of cash cow, right? But uh, he always hated the show, so you could see him being like, "I'm not doing that," like you know. And he and Sherwood Schwartz apparently never got along, and so that could probably have something to do with the fact that he didn't show up. You he know, sure so makes one of those one of those
0: things. He sure makes a lot of appearances throughout, uh, yeah. yeah, the 80s and 90s. Anytime there was a made-for-TV movie, whether it was a very Brady Christmas or whatever, he's around. So he was there. He, yeah. He, he. That's a nice spot to be in where you can play both sides, where you can talk about how goofy it is and how theater is really your, your true love, but then yeah. make sure that you're there for the paychecks. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the synopsis for uh, this particular episode is episode seven. I think I said six earlier, but it's episode seven. It's titled the mom who came to dinner and uh, pandeno- pandemonium, pandemonium, pandemonium results when carol brady temporarily moves (laughs) in with her newly wedded daughters and their husbands carol brady's first night in her daughter's house turns into a harrowing experience for everyone as Uh sleeping arrangements are stretched (laughs) to. and it was aired on march 27th 1981 so the show ran from february till april of 81 uh i did some research do you know what this show went up against every friday night No, it was on CBS. It was the Incredible Hulk. So, oh man, Hulk Smash! <laughs> <laughs> this show never <coughs> ends. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the um, you want you want to dive right in? I love
1: how, s- yeah, I I, I like how, I can't wait how si- slapsticky this whole thing is just written in slapstick.
0: Well, it's it's um, yeah. So so the opening scene is with uh, all four of the um, the, the or you know Carol uh, start sorry Marsha Jan and then their two husbands Wally and Philip. They're all in the kitchen slash living room, and uh, it starts with um, Marsha, I believe, telling uh, telling Philip. And Wally that her dad's going on, on, on a work trip and they really hate for her mom to be all by herself for a few days so she just did the 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 right thing and invited uh, Carol to come over and spend the night and hang out with them for a couple days and boy did the two husbands not like that idea they do not like it um, what I had in my notes was uh, <laughs> they're that- like She, she, she says, she's like, I, you know, she could have said no, but I guess she felt like obligated to go. So she decides to go. And, um, I don't know. I I thought that was, I I don't know. I mean, obviously the the point of that is to get, to get them in that situation, but, um, they just, they're like, we just need to get her there. (laughs) Um, and my other my other note further note, this plot well my other note was like does is she not left alone very often because i don't know i mean i guess it, she made a uh, marsha made it sound like uh uh mike never went on work trips which i found a little bit of a stretch but you know Maybe or maybe when he did go on work trips before the, there was at least a kid in the house. Maybe that's maybe that's the explanation. Maybe by this point, Bobby's off to college. Uh, Peter's not there. Greg's not there. Cindy's not there. So maybe that's the reason. Maybe at least when. Before, if he had work trips there at least be somebody at the house. So maybe she truly is all alone. And if that's the case, I think that makes sense. So yeah. Carol walks in, shows up and uh, they're all sitting around. The coffee table uh, in the living room, and a really awkward moment stuck out to me. I don't know if it, if it stuck out to you, but Marcia and Wally start making out right in front of. Oh Carol. yeah, that's real weird.
1: <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> gross. And um, and they're and they're they're doing like sexual innuendos and stuff like that. A lot and of like.
0: That. Well, and it, and she's and it seems like Carol's kind of supportive of it. What so what happens is they're talking about back up. They're talking about the cooking, and Wally says that Marsha does her best cooking outside of the kitchen, and that's when they start making out. <laughs> the tone of this is much different than the Brady Bunch tone, and I'm not sure. I'm sure that's that's yeah. the writing
1: primarily,
0: <laughs> but it definitely felt like I think they're
1: just trying to capitalize on you know, a live show, which it was clearly, you know, you've got like, like you said, Laverne and Shirley and three's company. And, and, uh, the, the tone of it is very similar. So they're just basically trying to take the Brady Bunch concept, put it into that world, you know, but it's just, uh, you know, they're, they're, these, they're just regular old actors, you know, and the the writing is pretty, it tries to keep that innocence of Brady Bunch, right. A little bit, but then tries to, push the envelope some, I don't know. I think
0: think people just realized the tone was weird. I think what might've worked better is if they had made them next door neighbors and maybe that would have been also weird. Like, why would you move right next door to each other? But you, I think you could explain that a lot easier than I think that would have been better because, you know, there's plenty of sitcoms with next
1: door neighbors that come over you know yeah. so you don't yeah, know why move in together just to like it's like we got to get them in the same apartment or same house so we can have slapstick
0: ensue how <laughs> you know i mean having because the i mean the thing is like they don't really know each other very well i mean to go back to the tv movie philip and wally don't know each other at all um marsh has only known wally for a short m- amount of time. Jan doesn't really know him, but to have them living in their house just feels, it just, it feels very uncomfortable. I just don't, I, that would have been a really, that just, I,
1: they're like, you want to move in together? And they're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, n- let's think about this. Yeah. Why don't you just, why don't you get an apartment? Like, do you have to buy a house right away? <laughs> right.
0: Right. And I guess the other show that, that, reminds me of is dallas because dallas had one big family living in one house i mean you know to so it it kind of draws on the the dallas concept as well um Uh so yeah it's uh they they pull all these different elements of other successful shows together It, it it really it doesn't work there were a couple moments where i kind of chuckled well, not really laughed, but I just I would go like, oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but not really, like, very, not not, not <laughs> like laugh out loud. Kind of. I don't know. Did you laugh
1: at all? Uh, no, <laughs> no. I I only laughed at uh, you know the the spectacle of like the you know the slapsticky stuff that not what's happening in there, but the whole picture of. Like, whoa, whoa, like real goofy stuff, you know, you, you, that's the only thing I can laugh at because I'm, I think we're all so hyper aware of that whole thing. It's sort of like, as you know, it's, it. you can tell slapstick is still lingering in the, 1981 and, you know, it just runs its course where it's like, everything is just so zany, you know?
0: Yeah. So, um, let me ask you this. Did you even remember this show?
1: Yeah, only because I was always in that like my like my sister always really liked the Brady Bunch. So and and we all watched the Brady Bunch. So there'd always be this sort of lingering thing like a very Brady Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh oh man, what was the
0: But did you know this
1: show? Was, was it Christmas a very Brady Yeah, yeah. Um the Brady Brides and then like the specials, they had like other where they all got back together and did another special.
0: Yeah,
1: one of them was um, I don't know if it was a very Brady Christmas, but I don't know if you remember this or uh, Mike, uh, the father Robert Reed, of course, mm-hmm. but the character. The remember he got trapped under some rubble, <laughs> and uh, it was it had to, it was the Christmas one. You know why? It was the Christmas one because he got buried under some rubble. And, of course, you know, the episode goes on where he's buried under there. Because I guess he's an architect, right? So the some building collapses on him. And then they start singing a Christmas carol outside of where he's supposed to be. And he, like, hears it, like, under the rubble. And then he, like,
0: he, like comes <laughs> – do you remember this at all? <laughs> I re- okay. I remember seeing it. I remember seeing very – Oh, Brave man. I have no and now idea my quest
1: you. after – once we wrap this up, my quest is to
0: go find that clip. Because that is – Hilarious! I just now remembered it. I, I remember the movie. I definitely watched it, but I have no memory of that of that happening. A very Brady Christmas. Mike
1: gets trapped under some rubble. They sing a Christmas carol, and he has the strength to come out
0: because he was emboldened by the the music by the singing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I haven't thought about that until just this moment.
0: Well, you know, I, I will say that uh, the, the movies that came out after, the ones that came out, you know, probably 20, well, gosh, it's probably been 30 years now. The ones, um, uh, a very Brady movie or Brady, the Brady Bucks movie <clears throat> and then a very Brady sequel. Um, yeah. I'm a fan of those. I love those. Yeah,
1: those those movies are good. And the reason is is because they – they knew the joke right they knew how to mm-hmm. exploit it in the correct way because you can't you're not going to make a Brady Bunch movie in modern day and make it exactly like the show because then it's so corny and not interesting you know the, the way the reason it's so popular and a big part of pop culture is because we observe how completely unrealistic and corny it is
0: mm-hmm. so you got to
1: exploit that and the movies just did an amazing job at it. I mean, mm-hmm. they did a really, really, it's really funny. Both of those
0: shows, both yeah. of those movies. Are- both of those are, are strong yeah. recommends from me. Um, yeah, but, um, but anyway, so the, this show wraps up with them deciding that they can't, since I can't get the sleeping arrangements worked out, uh, that, uh, that they decide to play Scrabble into the morning. Um, can you, can you pause the video real quick? uh
1: it it is paused oh you mean our our video yeah our video well i'd have to stop it that's okay though okay
0: never mind mind. keep it going um but yeah i was um yeah so anyway so the, the show wraps up with them playing scrabble uh in the early morning and then harry the kid that slept slept at their house while his mom was at work he pops up and then heads on his way to school sleeps
1: with complete strange men like what is going on
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a different time different time different time uh 45 years ago um 40 42 years ago 42 years ago yep. yeah uh so at any rate uh yeah so the i um what did you think of the show in general other than
1: it has its place, you know, just capitalizing on the Brady Bunch thing and clearly it was still somewhat popular, at least in concept, because now they're making a sitcom of it. it didn't last. It kinda killed their career.
0: <laughs> well what's <laughs> funny is so if we're doing the second if we're playing the second chances game, um they're all six still alive. All six of the kids. The kids. Uh, yeah, the Lawrence parents Henderson's are gone.
1: I definitely – what's that? Florence Henderson still alive? Didn't she pass away recently? No. she. No. She, okay. It's been a couple of years I think yeah. at least. Yeah, uh, so before. the parents are gone. It's just the kids. But I'd say yes because you'll always have an audience. There's always going to be a bunch of people who remember – uh these these characters and uh peter and bobby or barry williams and christopher mcknight they have a podcast
0: yeah that that. they do yeah yeah i haven't listened to yeah and so
1: that so you know they have listeners obviously this thing can go forever probably until they're really gone no matter how bad it is they'll be a a they could do like some streaming thing like they did that uh hgtv (laughs) where they helped uh, remodel the your actual Brady house.
0: Do you remember that? Yeah. Now the yeah. Interior, so it's
1: like they can keep going, like
0: you know. Yeah. Now the interior not? of that of the exterior of that house, the interior now matches the sets. Yeah. That they filmed the right. filmed on. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: so you know they could keep going, and and
0: uh, it, I would prefer it to be slapsticky, <laughs> like the dumber the better. Well, or you could also go the <laughs> the other route and go the modern family route and make it a little more, make it a little more mature, and make it give it that sort of if you had office, real mockumentary kind of feel. Yeah, like
1: it. like real writers, like real comedy writers, versus yeah. just like trying to maintain some kind of uh innocent like overly innocent you know characters you could yeah that would be good and and to modernize it like that would probably be more successful
0: and i think that would work because you have a big family you have plenty and then you have your you, you would have grandkids and all that kind of stuff so yeah i think that could work on hulu or netflix or something like that they could do a reboot um and maybe even do it at the same house. Maybe they could come up with some reason to go back and buy the original house, or buy the, you know, not film it in the original house necessarily, but use the original sets, mm-hmm. to update them. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that yeah, that that, that that I think that could work. So out of ten, um, how many um, Brady's out of ten Brady's do you give this? How many Oliver's? Ten olivers. How many?
1: How many olivers? I give this. You know, I have to be pretty realistic. I give it four olivers. Out of ten. Out of ten, yeah, because even even though you know it's it's basically just an extension of all the other corny Brady stuff, you know, and uh, but it is it does have some entertainment value if you can observe how
0: outdated it is and and appreciate the slapstick. That's my review. I, yeah, I agree with a lot of that. I would give it four and a half Olivers. I'll, 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 I'll go half, one half better and give it four and a half Oliver. We'll, we'll we'll cut Oliver right down the middle and uh, the top half. So four (laughs) plus the top half of Oliver out of 10 Olivers. That's what I give it.
1: You're not the first person to want to cut him in half.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he could be on the show too. He's still around. Yeah. Yeah. He's
1: alive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's you can get him he's uh, definitely still so he he's probably looking for something to, some kind of entertainment to do. Well, the beauty
0: so. of it is they're all looking for work. So yeah. All you gotta do yeah. is put a five dollar bill on the come end on fishing on. rod and they'll they'll come for it.
1: Just leave it outside. <laughs> Just put Ouch. it on their front
0: door. Just put it on their front door. Just reel them in. <laughs> well nice. uh I don't have any other notes unless you do. No. That was great. That was fun. All right. Good, good old Brady Brides. Little Brady Brides. All right. Well, uh, thank you to everybody for watching another episode of Have a Strong Weekend. Uh, and if you want to follow us again, you can follow us on Instagram. Have a Strong Weekend on our, our Instagram account. We'll have little clips of our shows on there. Uh, you can also follow each of us on twitter i'm at andrew Mull and josh is at globe fodder and if you want to check out our facebook page go to josh and drew's cocktails and dreams on facebook that's our listeners society where we have all kinds of cool stuff so go check us out and uh josh unless you have anything further have a strong weekend man we'll you as well there. my friend We'll see y'all next week on another episode of Have a Strong Weekend. Let me see if I can cue the. Take us out.